to the podcast. We've been gone for two weeks, but here we are, alive and well. Ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. So, today we have three special guests that haven't opened their mouths yet, so you have no idea who they are. But we're going to introduce them one by one. Today's episode is on... Singleness. Okay. So, we have a few special guests, some of our friends, and they're going to introduce themselves to you and tell them what their relationship status is, how old they are, mm-hmm. where they're from, mm-hmm. like what level of study what they're in. Okay, so. Hello, my name is Lauren Gulbrinson. Um, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, <laughs> 23 years old. I've been single for 23 years um, and I graduated from John Brown University in May of 2021. Yay! <laughs> she will be Lauren. <laughs> Right, next. Hello, my name is Brooke Logan. I am 24 years old, a little bit older. Um, I am currently in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for several months now. Um, and I'm third year at Belfast Bible College. So that's that's me. Okay. Very fun. Fantastic. Also, we, we applauded for Lauren. So we... <laughs> Thanks. Well done, Brooke. Um, I'm Izzy. I am from England. Did you say where you were from? No, I'm from Derry. (laughs) Derry. Okay, I am from England. Bradford to be specific. Um, I am 21 and I am in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for like just over two and a half years. Yeah, it's getting serious. (laughs) Right. Hi, I'm Kimberly. I'm also from England. Uh, Lincoln Chivo, and I am 24, and I am first year at Belfast Bible College, and I am single, never dated. Also, did I say I was in second year? No. I'm in second year. (laughs) Hi, my name is Leah. I am 20. I'm in second year at Belfast Bible College. I live, like, just outside Maharfelt in, like, Mahara. And I am very much single. <laughs> Singleness, I feel like, is a big, big, big topic within the church and within society. I feel like mm, relationship is so stressed in society, mm-hmm. but at the same time, so is independence. Yeah. Being your own person and having you your do own you. truth, you do you. <laughs> um, but then within Christianity, within the church... I feel like relationships are viewed as you're single at the start, mm-hmm. okay? The aim is to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if that doesn't happen or if a marriage breaks and ends, there's like controversy around the, mm-hmm. those things. So we thought today we'd shed light on singleness and what does God actually think about singleness and what does the Bible actually say about singleness? Because I feel like a lot of the time in the Bible, you can read stuff about husbands and wives, you can read about Adam and Eve, you can read about, yeah, relationships, but you don't often read about singleness, or if the, if it talks about someone, you don't really acknowledge whether they're single or not. So, so we're all Christians, we're all women, we're all in our 20s now, I don't mind us growing up, <laughs> um, and we are all in different stages of relationships. I wonder, do you guys have any comments on, like, how you felt in terms of relationship singleness? 
in your lifetimes as a Christian woman. Yeah? Yep. Any pressures, any good things, any stressful things, work away. I think, like, I just think singleness as a young woman in the church is seen as something you don't want to be. Yeah. And when you're in it, it's like, well, when are you getting out of it? Mm-hmm. Like, you walk into church on Sunday and everyone's like, you know, mm-hmm. so wanting to want to know, like, like what your dating life's like and no one actually appreciates that singleness is actually it can be you know it's a choice you can choose to be in that state rather than wanting to get out of it all the time Mm -hmm. it's like oh you need to be or like oh why aren't you interested or but it's like can I not just be single and live for God it's I think it's seen as something you can be but something you shouldn't be for too long or when you're in it you should be wanting to get out of it Mm -hmm. rather than being okay with being single mm-hmm. it's almost as if marriage is like a level up in yeah. your spiritual life and once yeah. you achieve a certain level of spirituality then the lord rewards you with a significant mm-hmm. other or yeah. a spouse mm-hmm. when that's literally not it it's re- that's really not the case yeah and i feel like again i feel like we start in brooke and tell me if you really I feel like there's starting to be like a shift in that. There's this big thing of you need to be so secure in yourself before you get into a relationship. And I always preached that. I was always like, absolutely. And I was secure in myself. But then whenever I'm feeling a bit insecure, whenever I'm questioning like who I am or like how stable I am, then I start to think, should I even be in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> I'm not meant to be like this right now. Yeah. I also almost feel like sometimes because it's going the other way a bit, I feel like singleness in the world is becoming much more of a like celebrated thing, yeah. but almost like a single club, we're single, you're not single, we're better. And I know that's, I know that's not the case. I know that we're all the same, but I've almost started feeling a bit sad sometimes, not sad about being in a relationship, but like almost separated a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think that, like being in a relationship sometimes so if in terms of French, all our friendship, your friends, sorry, if they're single, it can be isolating to be in a relationship because they love their trying. Sometimes I think people are trying to convince themselves that they love being single, yeah. so they they hype other single people up, mm-hmm. um, which is sometimes it's it's I mean, it's good to be like okay, right, singles being good, but or singles sing, being single is good. But um, sometimes it's just false hype, do you know? Because yeah, yeah. I know there's some people that are meeting together and being like, singles, being singles class, mm-hmm. that's not how they actually feel because mm-hmm. they'll tell you themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it can be isolating to, to be in a relationship sometimes as well. But And do you ever feel, I also feel like there's been times where I felt guilty being in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Obviously, been times that I felt <clears> guilty <throat> talking about it because I know, but then again, I feel like that's in turn because of pressure on people in the church who are single so then it's like when you're not single it's like oh I kind of feel bad yeah but then it's like and again I've learned since like getting into a relationship that like when I was single it was like all the people who are in relationships are more admirable and I compare myself Mm -hmm. and I'd be like oh like I'm not pretty enough I'm not cool enough I'm not smart enough and then now I'm in a relationship (laughs) I'm like oh like it really does it's not like a case of people get into relationships if this that and the other yeah it's like 
or people like I got into a relationship because God put Michael there at the right time and it just kind of happened it wasn't because like I was more something than anyone else yeah and I think I guess getting into relationships like showed me that they're like in my singleness I shouldn't have been looking at people in relationships and thinking like how can I be like them because it's just not like that at mm-hmm. all yeah I think people people in churches <laughs> idolize people in relationships mm-hmm. like they they look at them I'm going to say I'm not going to say that they I'm going to say me right but it happens I think all the time like I looked at people and I was like wow you have your life together you have your finances sorted you know where you're going in life like they are so in love they'll never they never struggle because they love the lord like but that's not that's not how it is when you get in a relationship Mm -hmm. that people think that and then when it goes wrong people think that they're probably not good enough for each other then and mm. don't know how to work that out because the church has put these pressures on mm. them um, to be perfect even before they're even considering marriage, mm-hmm. um, which is really damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's and difficult as well, especially when you're single and you're in friendship groups and then all your friends seem to get married, so you go find more single friends. Not that you reject your relationship <laughs> friends, because right. they're great too, but sometimes you just need people that you can relate to and where they're at and where you're at sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then they all get married, you start to think, well, what's wrong with me? Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, Which why is so isn't... unhealthy. It is. Yeah. It is. Why, why isn't this all for me? And I, I struggled with that for a time, but then I realised that... Um, the only really reason that I wanted to be in a relationship was because I feared loneliness. Mm-hmm. Right. And that wasn't a good place to be. I, you shouldn't want to be in a relationship because you're afraid of being lonely or because everybody else is. And I think that's a really difficult thing, especially when you're surrounded by relationships and it's put on such a, a pedestal that you, sh- you sh- think you should be chasing after it. But... I think it's something we all wrestle with mm-hmm. and as long as we're wrestling with it with God it's not necessarily a bad thing because mm-hmm. God will lead you places and I mean Jacob wrestled with God in the Bible like it's okay to wrestle with these mm-hmm. things and to wrestle with God with them and um, Paul has this whole thing about marriage and singleness and it was like a new perspective I hadn't thought of before when I was reading one of his letters. And he talks about if you can't resist temptation, get married. Mm-hmm. But if you can, you don't you don't need to. And he was Lauren's like here's my Bible prepared earlier. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a long passage, but yeah, it's in one Corinthians seven and then it's like 25 down and he does this whole thing and it was just reading it it was a new perspective and then when I read it I went oh no what if God's calling me to be single Mm -hmm. like that was my first thought and I was like oh no why would Um, that be an oh no in your mind Kim because at the time I feared loneliness Mm -hmm. and I I feared that being single would equal loneliness Mm -hmm. because I I struggle socially and with friends so I thought that having a partner would be the answer to those struggles and God's kind of led me to Bible college and I thought I was here to draw closer to him and 
he was like, no, we're going to spend this time working on you. So I'm, I'm kind of at peace that a relationship at the moment is definitely not on the cards. Like there's stuff in my life that needs to be addressed. And when that's addressed, maybe a relationship will be a possibility, but I don't know for now. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Right. Right. I think we shouldn't try to fill, fill loneliness with other people. Like, yes, we all have a void in our hearts, but like, that was created by the Lord to be filled by the Lord yeah. mm-hmm. and like not not by other people. Yeah. And we can have community and intimacy outside of relationships and outside of a marriage. And that's not, it's not the end goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think, you just made me really think, I think in my lifetime, my 21 years of life, <laughs> I have never felt more lonely than when I've been in a relationship not because it's isolated me or anything, but just because just the way my life's worked out, the times I've felt most lonely just so happened to have been when I've been also in a relationship. For example, I chose to move to another country because my boyfriend lives here and really struggled to make friends, really struggled to feel like I'm like wanted. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> all that is within a relationship. And... I don't know if this is good or not, but I feel like, do you know when your mum says to you, oh, you're beautiful, and you go, well, you have to say that because you're my mum. Like, that's kind of how it is when you're in a relationship too, or when I'm in my relationship. It's like, Michael could say anything to me about me, and like if I'm feeling a particular way, I might just be like, oh, you have to say that, you're my boyfriend. Mm. It's not like it makes you feel less lonely. Yeah. Like... And I feel like that's a massive lie we tell ourselves. And I definitely told myself that. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that actually the time periods that I've felt, felt most lonely have been most recently. And actually, I've been in a relationship then. So that definitely isn't the answer to mm-hmm. yeah. loneliness. Yeah, I also think there's a saying of like, once I get in a relationship, it will fix all my issues. Like, it'll just fix all my problems. But so then you're putting all this pressure on a fallen, broken person yeah. to fix all your problems that only Jesus can fix. Which is idolatry. Yeah. 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 You're putting, oh, if I get in a relationship, I won't feel this certain way. But then you're putting so much pressure on that other person, which isn't right either, because mm-hmm. then they're going to feel the burden of that, and then yeah. it's going to cause hurt on them. And it's just, that's why so many, you know, relationships don't work, because it's two broken people mm-hmm. um, coming, not that, that's wrong two broken people coming together but two broken people coming to each other to fix their issues rather than going to god yeah like two half people don't make one whole person yeah you know yeah you need to come to jesus first so i think then in singleness then i also think there's a big thing of like if you're single it's ironic because if you're single and you're desiring a relationship that's seen as bad because oh you should just be okay being single then if you're single and you're totally happy with being single it's like that's weird also yeah. it's like a lose-lose situation when yeah. the world and the churches have gone on it's like i'm single now and i'm okay with that and people are like oh that's a bit weird or i'm single and i'm desiring a relationship well that's wrong you shouldn't be doing that yeah it's like lose-lose you see i think i don't think it's bad to and again i used to think you have to be like you have to get to a point where you're like 
I'm fine not being in a relationship and I don't really want to be in one in order to be in one. Yeah. But I think <clears throat> you, like, you can be self-secure and desire to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in Genesis, like, yeah. God made Eve and, like, put her on earth, near, like, mm-hmm. oh, in the Garden of Eden, like, alongside Adam. But then he didn't make either of them become a thing. Like he didn't like he made he made them for the purpose of being in relationship, but like he let them make that choice themselves mm-hmm. to actually be together. Like God created us to be relationship relational yeah. beings. Like it's in our DNA to want, you know, to crave that, and that's okay. So <clears throat> when you're single and you're craving that, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's just then when it almost becomes an idol mm-hmm. in your life, that's when it's an issue. But then if you know God says he'll give us a de- doesn't he say he'll give us the desires of our hearts you know if you are desiring that well then you know that maybe your gifting in life isn't maybe singleness or yeah. you know if you have that desire you know that's okay but it's when you make that an idol in your life and you almost think that god can't use you until you mm-hmm. get to that point or your purpose doesn't start in life until you get to that point because mm-hmm. you feel like desire within you but that again is not true my throat yeah. my mentor used to say that to me all the time yeah. and when i was single she was like it's not bad to desire this it's not bad to want the relationship like but it's bad when you place it above everything else like yeah. it's bad when you're um walking into an event scouting out the boys like looking at someone and being like oh he's my husband like it's bad when like called out (laughs) (laughs) no but I used to do that all the time like real talk like I used to go to events and be like looking around being like "Mm, uh uh-huh yep I'll go and maybe go walk by there later like do you know what I mean um and like making up random stories and fantasies about like me more in the guy in the corner do you know um and she was like that's bad when that's you're not going to that event to to seek out god and to worship him but rather just go see see the talent Mm -hmm. see the talent (laughs) i think like leah you were talking about how the lord will give us the desires of our hearts Mm -hmm. when our hearts align with his yeah um and like something that's helped me whenever i'm feeling like oh, I'm single and like what a bummer this is and just throwing myself a little pity party it's actually not even about singleness but it's the story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego mm-hmm. and they're talking and they're like yes we would prefer to live but even if not God is still God and God is still good and so like yeah the Lord knows the desires of my hearts he knows that I would love to be married someday but even if not he is still God and he is still good. Mm-hmm. And so like whatever may or may not happen in the future doesn't define me. The Lord does. Yeah. You know? Because I'm just like resting in that. If you're in this like season of singleness. Right. Of what they call it. And then mm-hmm. nothing comes your way. It's so easy to get frustrated at God and be like, oh, what more do you want me to do? Like I'm literally right. living my life for you. Why? And it's so easy to get frustrated at him. Like why haven't you sent my tall, dark, handsome husband to me. Do you know what I mean? It's like I was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago, and it's called With Love, Lacey. It's it's very good. 12 out of 10 would recommend. But she said she was like, you're not training to be a good spouse. You're training to be a good Christian. Yeah. You know? And so, like, why in the church have we kind of placed relationships and marriage on a pedestal? Yeah. When literally Jesus was single? Yeah. You know? 
Like, let's just circle mm-hmm. back to that one. Everyone. <laughs> I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Marriage is not the purpose of life. It's the purpose of relationships. Right. Yeah. yeah right. It's not what we're here for. It's not, oh, we've made it. We've it's made a it beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's what it represents is so gorgeous. But that's not the only way to reflect Christ. Amen. Yeah. I would say Paul's even all for singleness. In right. He's like. Yeah. Paul's straight up. He's like, be single. So he's like, so then he who marries his betrothed as well, and he who refrains from marriage will do even better. So, and I also think, and just to clarify, Paul says that, um, like this isn't God speaking. This is me. So, like you're allowed to have your own opinions on things. Also, but also I feel like, um, relationships kind of remind me of like really wanting like a puppy. And being like, oh, imagine, imagine how exciting that would be. It would be adorable. It would be the cutest thing ever. Like, we can do so so many things together. Like, I'll always have company. I'll feel loved by something. And then you get the puppy. And it's like, it's lovely. But at the same time, it's keeping you up at night. And, like, you're taking it for walks. And it's pooing in the middle of the road. And you've got to pick it up. And, like, it's scratching up all your sofas. And it's like... Yeah, but you still love the puppy with all your heart, but at the same time, it's like, this is beautiful, but it's messy, and it's so much work, and it's so much responsibility, mm-hmm. and I feel like being in a romantic relationship, and a friendship, if you're doing it right, like, it's, yes, it's lovely, and yes, it's great, but at the same time, like, like Leah said, we're like broken people, that person's going to hurt you, mm-hmm. and there are times in your relationship, I've experienced this, where there's something that happens and you just get hit with God's the only one that is never going to let me down mm-hmm. and I feel like you shouldn't go into a relationship or sit in singleness thinking when I go into a relationship like it's going to be ideal because it's not ideal like God's ideal and like you're going to hurt you like the other person significantly mm-hmm. and that's horrible because you love them so much um, and they're going to hurt you, like whether it's intentional or unintentional. And uh, it's like, it's so much work. It's like raising a child. Not that I know what that feels like. But yeah, and I feel like we also don't look at that. Like, I guess it's similar with motherhood. Like people talk about how motherhood on social media, it looks fantastic, but actually there's all this stuff that behind the scenes that no one's seeing. I feel like it's the same with like, relationship mm-hmm. like there's so many things that people don't see and there's so many hard conversations that have to be had so many realizations you have um and then you've got a whole life you've got a whole other person's issues and problems and insecurities um and sins to have to like bear mm-hmm. and deal with i think people maybe go into relationships too willy-nilly phrase that i use like just oh like and not realize the actual like the vastness of what a relationship will mean to your life. Yeah. Like they don't realize all of a sudden I'm taking on someone, all of someone else's burdens. I'm there for this person 24 seven. And I think that's been heightened by social media because you're just seeing the high points of every relationship. Oh yeah. Aren't you, you know, you're saying, oh, when they bake the Christmas cookies, or they uh-huh. go, you know, do all the fun cute things, but you're not seeing, oh, the night before they just had like a proper argument over yeah. their struggles. And then I think people are just, People get into these relationships thinking, 
oh, I'll do all those fun things, but not realizing the hard work that goes into it. Yeah. Again, come back to social media, just heightening all of that mm-hmm. as well. So maybe if people, like if single people actually realize the work and the effort that went into relationships, and maybe if social media didn't hype it up to be all that it was and all the good, you know, and a bit more reality, maybe people would realize, you know, Singleness isn't so bad. I can do what I want. Yeah. If I want to jet on a plane tomorrow, I'll go. Well, because Paul actually talks about that, Leah, in First Corinthians seven twenty-five. Ish. Do you want to read that, Kim? Yeah, in thirty-two, it says, "I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord, but a married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife, and his interests are divided." And it goes on to say the same thing about women. But that's not to say that relationships are a bad thing. It's just that Paul's pointing out that relationships are hard yeah. and they're not supposed <clears throat> to be easy and you've got more things to think about. And in some ways, um, it's a blessing when you're single because you only have to worry about yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's like an extra thing and it's fantastic that you've got this extra thing. Yeah. But it is like, it is, if you're doing it right, I feel like, like everything in your life kind of, not like brushing your teeth, but like the majority of things in life, you've got to take them into consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. I agree. One thing, <clears throat> one thing that I wasn't prepared for coming into a relationship, um, which is something that I thought I had dealt with when I was single, was other relationships. Um, like I was in a relationship when I was eighteen, and it wasn't a Christian relationship. Um, and I, I was like, because. It's a long time from your 18 to your 20, 23 was when I got into a relationship. Like, um, so I was like, oh, five, it's been five years. Surely, surely that other relationship like doesn't matter anymore. Surely it's it's in the past. But like now, even now, I find myself like, I know, like Dylan will say something to me and I'm like, what? Like, what? Because I'm still, I know, because I was, long story short, I was really hurt in that past relationship. So I'm still dating with some of the things in that but like nobody and that's thing in this period of singleness nobody ever be like oh maybe they're just dealing with other things or maybe they just have the time it's always just like oh they're just not in a relationship because they can't get in a relationship yeah. or something um so i feel like it's okay to take time as well to mm-hmm. to make sure that or not even make sure that you're, you're completely healed because like and I also you know, that'll never happen yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like this time i think people forget this is your season of singleness, as they call it, is the only time in your life where it, it'll be just just you and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like you have unlimited time just to be with you and Jesus and do, you know, go do that mission trip. Go yeah. work in that church. Go, you know, spend all day with Jesus. Like you can do, like, you've no, you've no, like, not the world hold back. Yeah, the world is your own. There's no holdbacks. You're not worrying about you know finances this says that you've got all this time to spend in jesus and then when it comes to the time potentially for relationship you're you know you spend all this time with jesus so you're much more prepared for that so i think people forget like Mm -hmm. because yeah finding time for like jesus in your daily life is hard and then if you add another relationship in that and all these exterior worries you know your time just goes down and down but i feel like i've got even though I should be doing more, but like, I feel like I've got this time that I could be spending with God, you know? Mm. And I think people forget that. Yeah, I think sometimes we think 
in signalness when I know sometimes I struggle to make time for God. It's like if if I find a really godly man, like we can be accountable to each other and my time will go is go will go up. Uh, Paul's not really saying that and I think God's like, no, it's when you're single that you should be chasing after me more. Mm-hmm. Not when you're in a relationship. Yes, you should still chase after God in relationship. God should be at the centre of everything that we do. But it's important that we make ourselves accountable to God and not have other people hold us to account to God. Yeah. yeah. My mom always says, make every stage your favourite stage. So whether you are single and you can move to Ireland for the year or you can go have the Jesus dates like you do yeah, or <laughs> you can you know you can just follow the Lord wherever he leads and I just think that's incredible or when you are in a relationship and you get to go to town and you don't have to wander alone you can like meet up with your best friend and say hey let's go to a coffee shop let's go explore this thing together or if you're married then you can be like would you like to be the big spoon or would you like me to be the big spoon?" (laughs) you know like making every stage your favorite stage and finding the gifts that the lord has for you in those moments because you're never going to get it back yeah Ooh, a little spit choking there you know like it's what you make it right yeah i right. also love that i love the way you're saying that because i've just been sat here realizing that i don't know what i was expecting from this conversation but i think well i think i did do know what i was expecting i think i was expecting us to be talking about like singleness is so good like this is why i hear all the things you can do to like enjoy singleness here's why we like relationships but actually like I like we're all just being so honest and being like life isn't this edited fantastic roller coaster of well it is but it's in the roller coaster <laughs> but like it's not the way that it seems and we're all honest about mm-hmm. that and it's like and this conversation just showing me again how normal this is and how like equal it all is mm-hmm. and how it's just like we're not pitting them against the other. It's just like, it is what it is. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we just overlook that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, again, I feel like that's probably, the enemy does that to mm-hmm. us. Like tries, like makes everything this big, like distorted thing. Right. Whereas actually, this is the truth of the situation. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. And it feels fine. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, it, yeah, it's the enemy. Um, again, just using his tactics to be like, like, not to be content with where you are mm-hmm. right now. Oh, when you get here and then when you get in this relationship and then when you get married and before you know it, the years are just passing away. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you to be content with Jesus right now. So I think that is, yeah, it's just him being like, no, you're not completely satisfied right now. Jesus can't fully satisfy you until you get that relationship. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's just the devil's tactics being like, Absolutely. no, you can't fully live for him right now until you get here. But no, actually, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can be fully content mm-hmm. and, you know, in love with Jesus and living fully for him in your singleness. You don't need to wait or feel like you're a bit useless until you get that relationship. Mm-hmm. I also feel like a key way that we can do that and be content is talking about when we're not talking when we're not content mm-hmm. like like i came to you last if, week yeah if you and keep said him, i'm sad i'm single and yes. you're like 
the Lord loves you, isn't that enough? And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> um, but I feel like, again, you can be honest about how you feel. And I feel like, well, no, I feel like you should be honest about how you feel because if you keep it all to yourself, it's like you can really get in your own head because it is all in your head. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it's a lot easier to be content when you go to someone. It doesn't. You don't have to be in a relationship to do this. And just say, this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. I need you to speak truth over me right mm-hmm. now. And that's not to say you sh- like you, you're not allowed to feel the way you're feeling. It's just to say, talk about it, because then you can kind of know the truth, even if you're not feeling the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking yesterday when Maid from Work came in, and they were talking about the gratitude idea. I love this. The mum was saying how when you're, you're, the way your brain's actually functioned, when you have a mindset of gratitude, your brain can't physically function and have a mindset of anxiety at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. it's not physically possible. So I'm thinking if you relate that to singleness, like, not to say that you can't feel the way you're feeling in your singleness, but, like, simply being so thankful for the season of singleness, all the things you can do, just the very breath you have in your lungs. And if you set that mindset of gratitude all the time the worries and the doubts and the insecurities you feel won't level up the same yeah do you know what i mean yeah when you read in the psalms the lament psalms they bring all the feelings of hurt and anxiety to god but you'll notice they always end with praise of god yeah and i think that's really important yes you need to express all your negative feelings and you need to give them to god but you need to remember to finish with praise mm-hmm. because God is good. Yeah, like for me, God, God isn't any less good when you're single yeah, and he true. hasn't blessed you with that. Yeah, yeah I, I think mean? I think we need to rec- like I think we need to recognize it's like a relationship isn't something that you can like earn. Yeah, or like work towards like because it's just not how it works. Like right before I, I got in my relationship with Dylan, like I, I struggled with singleness the very very most, and like if I'm being honest about it, like I. Mm, Sometimes I would seek out, oh, it's getting honest. Sometimes I would seek out relationships, not even seek out, but like entertain possibilities yeah. with the relationships that weren't with people who weren't Christian because I was like, oh, like this person's interested in me. Like, surely, like I'll just entertain it for a while. And that's what I was doing right before I got in a relationship. Um, and then it was actually my non Christian friends were like, Brooke grew up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then a couple of weeks later, I I met Dylan like and it's like that's the very opposite of what people think you should be right before a relationship they're like you need to be perfect and put together um but that's not what I was no because we'll never be perfect and put together yeah you know I think that puts a lot of pressure on what we can do and what I can do when the gospel and the whole message has got nothing about us Mm -hmm. you know it's all about Jesus and what he has done for us yeah it's not like we can't earn a relationship and we can't do this and that in order oh if i be content right now and if i you know if i'm just okay with my singleness maybe maybe god will bless me that's not how it works either mm-hmm. you just kind of have to go with the flow mm-hmm. and if he blesses you with that he does if he doesn't he doesn't and he's not any less good yeah mm-hmm. that. i also Amen. think i think it's important to stress that whatever season you're in right now God's put you there mm-hmm. in that season mm-hmm. and I think it's not about I have to become this in mm-hmm. order for this to happen it's like that makes me lol because it's like do we not do we not think that God has a, has this plan yeah. and do like yes we can make our own decisions within this plan but at the same time like 
if you're not in a relationship now, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And it might come when it's the right time, but it might not come. And I think, again, I like is it Ecclesiastes 3. It talks about how there's a time for yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like th- there's a reason for each and every aspect of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we can forget that the current season we're in, there's a reason for it, mm-hmm. whether we're in a relationship or whether we're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And our view on us being like, oh, I need to be this before a relationship, you're forgetting that there's actually going to be another person in a relationship with you. So yeah. God's working in their lives just as much as your life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's not just it's not just all about you until you get in a relationship. Do you know, mm-hmm. there's two sides of it. Mm-hmm. But God's working in... Which is so cool that he's big enough to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, right, I think we should do like a little, like to try and round things up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to someone who is single and really not wanting to be? And then like we can do single and, want, and really wanting to be, I don't know. But what would you say to someone who's really struggling with singleness? I love that you're looking at me because you know that was literally me like two weeks no, ago. No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you always start off the circle. Okay. I don't know. Well, that's helpful, Lauren. Right, yeah. So two weeks ago, I was like, my cousin got engaged. My brother got his first girlfriend. Woke up on Instagram, five engagements were announced back to back to back. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've never been asked on is this what it feels like to be single and like want to be in a relationship and I was like oh this kind of stinks um, <laughs> but I was praying and the Lord was like do you trust me you know like you say that you trust me to provide for you and you do to a certain extent for certain things but do you trust me enough to still be good if I give you a relationship or even if I don't, you know? Um, and he was just saying, yeah, do, do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Do you trust that I truly do have your best interest in mind? And like you were saying, Brooke, that could be being single or that could be being in a relationship. But whether or not God is still God and God is still good. So just trust the Lord, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think... Again, when I was single, saying saying like God has your best interests at heart, I would have just been like whatever. Like, I would have been so like I don't know what the word is, just not okay about that answer. Right. But it's so true. Like, and I and I would have been adamant that it was because of me, and I need to be better, and I need to be prettier. But actually, no, that's <laughs> just not right. Mm-hmm. God does have your best interests at heart, and just trust Him. Mm-hmm. There's a book called Enough by Helen Rosevere, and it's like literally like the tiniest wee thinnest book ever. Um, it's not a book about singleness; it's actually she's in captivity and stuff. Um, but um, there's one phrase like she talks about how when she was in captivity and when she was praying and all, she felt like God was being like, "Can I trust you with this? Like, can I trust you with this experience? Like, mm-hmm. you're trusting me, but can I trust you with this?" And she's carried that her whole life. Like, can I trust you? Like, can I, like, I'm giving you this experience. Like, what are you going to do with it? Or kind of, do you know? Oh, um, I like that. So, like that, I read that book, although it's not about singleness at all, when I was single. And I was like, oh, 
like God's trust me with this. God's trust me with this experience of being single. What am I going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, so that really helped me when I was single. Yeah. You next? Yeah. Um, I would say when you're single, what is it? You're you're craving a relationship. You're craving a relationship. But I think we forget that we have the best relationship you could ever have on mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. We we already have it. We don't need to go seek it. Like mm-hmm. thank God He's mm-hmm. given that to us and His Son. So it, we already have it, and I think just foster that relationship and just work hard and, you know, your relationship with God. And, yeah, you don't, you know, it's the best relationship you can have. There's no flaws. You'll find flaws in your boyfriend. He'll mess up. You'll mess up. You know, you'll get sad. Jesus, you know, they might actually leave you. They might. Jesus won't. Yeah. You know, he's there, for, you know, he'll, he'll never leave you. So I think just remember that. While you're searching for this relationship, you've actually already, like, thank God, already found the best one you'll mm-hmm. ever have. And this one lasts forever mm-hmm. and ever and ever. Right. Because we'll be married in heaven, but we'll have Jesus in heaven. Exactly. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend who was older than me who asked me, like, she was really, really struggling with being single. And I didn't know how to answer. And I, I still don't, but she really wanted a relationship. She really wanted to start a family. She was getting into her 30s, and it was like this time pressure because, like, pregnancy doesn't happen as easily as you get older. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, how, how do you kind of speak that God is good and you need to trust God in that situation when it's clearly something that is really, really raw? I still don't have the answer, but I truly believe that God's got was working in her and he had something that she needed to do and that she could only do while being single. Mm -hmm. But that's a really difficult thing to tell someone and for them to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, So I still don't know the answer to the question. I just know that God is good. Amen. Amen. And like when people would tell me that, I, I wouldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, don't you believe that God is enough? I'm like, yes, but also a boyfriend would be nice, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't believe it until the Lord told me himself. When when it was people telling me, I was like, well, you have to say that because you're a Christian. But, you know, but when it was the Lord being like, do you really trust me? Am I enough? You know, then I was like, oh. Yeah. Until <laughs> until God's fully enough for you, no one's ever going to be fully yeah. enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? I also think if you're really striving to be in a relationship right now and it's getting a bit unhealthy, I think maybe think, what what is the reason why? Is it, I just want company because I'm feeling lonely? Is it, I haven't got any friends, so I want to be in a relationship? Is it, I'm feeling really insecure about my appearance and so I want someone to affirm that I'm beautiful? Like, is there a reason for that? And I'm not saying it needs to be like it needs to be completely fixed before you get into a relationship, but I think it needs to be you need to be aware of it and you need to be open about it so that then you can like you can start working through it in singleness or if you do end up in a relationship, the other like you and the other person can be aware of it so that you don't start depending on them for yeah. like assurance that you are beautiful or that you have got friends. Like, and I don't feel like you have to feel completely secure in your appearance. You don't have to feel completely like indep- independent or 
yeah, before you get into a relationship, which once upon a time I would have said you do need to. But I just think being aware of it and talking about it is really healthy because mm-hmm. it prevents it prevents you from relying on a human mm-hmm. and not God. Yeah. And a little bit of reflection that I had a while ago, a while ago in that whole what I was chatting about earlier on and going in the room and like, mm, you're coming <laughs> home with me. Um, I, I was thinking about like why, like why when I used to walk into a room did I scout and um, like if there was a boy in our group chatting, I would be like, wow, like I really fancy him <laughs> or whatever. Um, and I, when I was reflecting, I was like, we do that because, well, I think I do that anyway, because what I was seeing in my brother standing in front of me was, oh, he's reflecting Christ's character here. Mm-hmm. Wow. But when a girl does that, you just be like, she's so holy. Wow. Do you know? Mm-hmm. But I was mistaken, mistaken me picking up Christ's character and admiring Christ's character in them for me like fancying them and then mm-hmm. they're turning that into lust, do you know? Oh, so um that's that's something that I realized when I was in a relationship, but I wish I had realized it when I was single because every time I'd done that I would have been, oh, I just need to acknowledge that they're just being Christ like here and I don't actually maybe fancy them. Yeah. I'm just picking that up. Uh-huh. I mean the most attractive part of someone is God. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It is. That's not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm like, well, in friends, in potential partners, yeah. like God is the most attractive characteristic you mm-hmm. can find in anyone. And I don't think that's a wrong thing to not recognize. But as you say, we are humans and we take those things and we make them not what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. We lust so after them instead of celebrate them. Right. So what would it look like to celebrate? the image of God in people as opposed to walking into a room and being like potential Prince Charming mm-hmm. or yeah. immediately no, yeah. you know, because either way you're not valuing them as a whole person. You're not, you're just seeing people in as potentials rather right. than children of God. Yeah. Right. Do you know what else? I'm just sat here thinking, oh, like, so I overthink a lot OCD, like intrusive thoughts, whatever. I feel like even when I've been in a relationship, I've been hanging out with guys and I'll be like, I really like this person as a person. And then I start thinking, flip, like, do I have a crush on this person? <laughs> but I'm in a relationship. <laughs> and then I like, that's just making me realize that I think every time I've done that, it's been because I've been like, this guy is a genuine guy who loves the Lord. And it's like, and again, I think I just tell like I'm like flip. Oh no, like am I like someone else that's not a boyfriend? But no, yeah. I think I'm just acknowledging that person. Yeah, yeah. And I also think now I'm thinking when I walked into a room or like went to like Christian events, <laughs> I wasn't doing that. I think I was I being was. like I want that person to think I'm attractive. Oh yeah. And I remember like packing my bags before I was going somewhere and being like, right, I really need to pick like really fun outfits and because I want to look cool, I want people to think I'm cool. I want guys to notice me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just realizing, oh, like what like a big thing that I used to do was sit and pack and like co like really curate my outfits. And I still do that, but I think it's less I think it's just a lot like fashion. But <laughs> I do think that played a massive factor. I used to want people to see that I dressed nicely. 
and like me for that, yeah. which is just the opposite of like why I liked people. Like I liked people because they were reflecting Christ. And yeah, and also if you think about it, you wouldn't actually want someone just to like you for your fashion sense. Yes, yeah. I, I'd be, you know what I'd mean? be offended you if that's exactly. why they liked me. Yeah. But so it doesn't really add up. It's not an adds up, but it's what we do. Do you yeah. think the reason we enter a space and we're like, oh, potential partner, question mark, do you think that's because in our Christian circles, like I personally wasn't taught how to steward singleness well. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you guys? No. Nope. no. So do you think maybe if we were taught how to be good stewards of our singleness, then we wouldn't constantly be trying to get out of it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I also think, like you, Brooke, saying that has really made me think, like, this sounds so stupid, but like, what does it actually mean to actually like someone, like fancy someone? Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you know if you like, like fancy them or if you just like, l- like lusting after them or if you're just noticing that they're a good person? Like, how can you tell the difference? I'm also thinking practically what you went after, Lauren. If you even think of your own church structure, there's not a lot of single representation. Mm-hmm. Is there, you know, it's young adults, young married couples, Elderly people, like it's at every single stage, there's a relationship. <laughs> Your pastor, or yeah, you know, there's usually marriage up in the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of time for single people in the church. Mm-hmm. So, whether you know it or not, that's influencing you mm-hmm. when you go on, you know, to the church building and everyone I'm seeing is sitting in their families in relationships. I think, I think yeah. it's in the terminology as well. I know from my mm-hmm. own church, the leadership structure, it is all married couples and they pick married couples on purpose. And it's the language they use about family and community and it's always centred yeah. around and even the, couples. Yeah. Um, Which is so frustrating. And even the youth, like people them. are going to the youth probably with the intention to like date. Huh. You're not, they're not going there for... So at every stage, girl, I know I did. It's, yeah, <laughs> me, well, me too. Me too. Oh, yeah. It's a youth group. But at every stage, people are seeking. Oh, I mean, I the know. family structure is not a bad thing. No, it's no. just we need to give space for the singleness and the individual too. And I think sometimes it's either one or the other, and it's not both together. And it would be nice to see both together. Well, you, know, oh, oh, you can go. I was going to say, even the Greek language. The word for man is like the same word that you use for husband, mm-hmm. and the word for woman is the same word you use for wife. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like when we're discussing family, it's not always about like genetics, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of the time we can take it quite literally. Like sometimes it's about the church family and fellowship, it's not about like aiming to like have this genetic family that you've created. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because first, before you are my potential boyfriend, firstly, you're my brother in Christ. Yeah. yeah. I think you forget that too. Like, yeah. Oh, do you know what Michael said to me one time? And I was like, oh, <laughs> no. But then now I'm like, fair enough. He was like, until until you're married to someone, they're your sister in Christ. And he was like, a, wo- like, a woman to a Christian man is two, either two things. She's a sister in Christ or she's your wife. And then I was like, right, flip. I don't like that because 
like what implications does that have for every area mm-hmm. do you know what i mean for like the things we can talk about for intimacy for x y and z but i think if you don't take it too literally that's really good to be aware of first mm-hmm. and foremost like mm-hmm. like just how you're treating the person before you like before you married because it might not happen and then how's that going to leave them going forward mm-hmm. this is kind of about that it's from a book called every moment holy it's just like liturgies love them this one's a liturgy for dating or courtship and it's talking about how it says let me act now and always in this relationship in ways that would honor and affirm the tender investment of all who love this person let me build on that good foundation that whatever the two of us create together would be a blessing to all who know us indeed O lord give us in our shared hours wisdom to build well that even if all we cultivate in partnership is a small garden where friendship can grow, it will still, in its own humble way, be a place of encouragement and beauty that would bring a smile and a joy to passersby. And then it's talking about how, like, if we wake up one day and figure out, like, if what we've been creating all along is not just a garden of friendship, but an enduring love and the foundation of a tended ground where the remainder of our love and the lives of our children and grandchildren and friendships and all of our service to you, O oh God, would be lived out together in a bond of love and intimacy, then all the more reason we should build well and with intentionality and unselfish love here at the beginning. So it's like, yes, Izzy, yeah. if, if I don't end up marrying this person, mm-hmm. Have I encouraged them to become a better person? Have I spurred them on towards better love and good deeds? You know, like, what kind of gardens are we growing? Are we making our, not even just our romantic relationships, but, like, our friendships? Mm -hmm. When people pass by, can they see, like, wow, that's beautiful. And, like, that's been blessed by the Lord, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I think, and again that's kind of it's good to have that in you and not to be like I'm expecting to break up with my boyfriend yeah so then when you're single and you don't have that romantic relationship you've got friendships mm-hmm. that you can be mm-hmm. absolutely like pouring into and yeah just so it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship when you're single like really pour into those those um friendships you have and you know some friendships don't last forever either so if yeah. that person was to leave you how would they feel going into their future friendships yeah did you play a positive part in their life regardless of whether we're single or in a relationship we need to be a positive influence in the world and a shiny beacon of who god is yeah well god is good all the time and all the time god, god is, is good, good. It? <laughs> right okay let's pray to finish God, I just thank you for this conversation we've had and for the openness and the vulnerability and the honesty. And I just pray that we all take something away from this, something to think about, something to grow in, and even something to wrestle with in our own lives. And I just pray that this conversation will be a blessing to all that hear it and that we go forward knowing and keeping God at the centre of our lives and knowing that God is good, he has good things for us, and regardless of our relationship status, we are wonderfully and fearfully made, and we are children of God, and that is the most important thing. Amen. Amen. That was good. That was, I actually feel like we were I feel so refreshed. I feel like flip. Actually, I'm gonna go away with actual things to think about. Mm. Right. I'm like, actually going 
I know I'm going to be in my car thinking, right, yeah. how am I going to bless this friendship? <laughs> Literally. How am I going to use this gift of singleness well? Oh, <laughs> I could be thinking, where are all the times that I thought I've liked someone, but actually I was just seeing Christ. <laughs> So yeah, guys, see you next week, hopefully. <laughs> right, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Would you guys like to say goodbye? Thank oh, you for having us. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank Anytime. You. Right, okay, guys. Bye-bye.